0: incredible stories, tips, and tricks to help us get out of our own way and unapologetically make some moves. So girlfriend, let's do the damn thing. Hey girl, I'm so excited that you're here because today we're going to talk about fear. And why am I so damn pumped to talk about fear? Because I think it's the biggest thing that's holding us back from building lives that we're obsessed with. And girl, I want to help you build a life that you freaking love. So let's take it back. Before we dive into the tips, let's take it back to Psych 101. And honestly, some of my favorite interviews on this podcast have also talked about this in depth. But basically, we create our thoughts, our thoughts drive our emotions, and then our emotions determine what type of action we'll take, or if we'll take action at all, right? And I've been thinking about that really basic concept, but in terms of the lens of fear that we have, not necessarily of the big things in life, but those tiny little things that pop up that we get scared of, or that we have a negative emotion to that we kind of squash down or squish them in a little box and shelf it and write it off as trivial. But really what squashing those little things down is doing is creating a a habit, a habit of hesitation. And girl, I know that you know this and I do too, but it's a good reminder to both of us that we don't have time here on this planet, especially because we don't know how many days we have to spend any of our days hesitating and creating a habit of hesitating to take action in our life, to make it a life that we love. Can I get a amen? Boo yeah, vicious head nod if you're like driving to work or unloading the dishwasher or whatever, right? I, I feel like if you're listening to this podcast, you feel me on that. But what I want to do is I wanna actually break down a couple of little tangible things. Cause you know I'm all about helping you take action, not just feel pumped. So I'm gonna break this down into three different sections. The first part is section one, right? Step one essentially is letting yourself feel the fear and And acknowledge what it is without criticizing it. Because I think sometimes we talk ourselves out of even letting ourselves feel the fear or the negative emotion because we think it's dumb. But it's not dumb if it's real to you, right? And we have to get it out there, get the realness out there, in an honest format before we can actually do something about it. Because sweeping it under the rug isn't going to serve you and it's not going to serve the world at large because you're not going to be showing up as your best self. So let's give you a couple of examples. So for example, say that you are afraid to speak up in your meeting at work and you see your coworkers doing it Super easily. And you're telling yourself this story of, it's dumb that I'm scared. Like, why can't I just freaking get over this? I'm dumb, right? You might even be going to that really dark place of criticizing yourself and calling yourself dumb. And let's just break that down. If you're saying that you're dumb, those thoughts that you're repeating are, I'm dumb. I'm stupid. This is dumb. I should get over this. Imagine, like, I mean, even just say it out loud right now. It's like, if you call yourself dumb, That emotion, your body physically feels different. You're a little hunched over. You're just down. And then in turn, you don't want to take action. Or if you do, it's half-ass action because you're not excited, right? You're not proud. You're not coming from this place of, I'm going to take a small step in the right direction. You're beating yourself up. So we've got to change that thought pattern, right? One more example. Say that you have a business that's built on social media and... Maybe you're terrified of putting yourself out there, but you're looking at someone else and it just seems super effortless to her. And you're just like, why can't I just do this? Like, oh, I'm not cut out for this. I knew that I wasn't cut out for this, right? You're telling yourself that story. Well, it's not dumb, first of all. And if it's real to you, we have to acknowledge it. And then we get to seek resources to help us work through it. But we've got to be honest with ourselves about what the fear is. And also, I mean, just a disclaimer on that one. If you're comparing yourself to someone else that it seems effortless for her, you're forgetting that confidence is built over time and it's like a muscle that we have to exercise. So she's probably felt the same feelings that you felt before, but you might be comparing your chapter one to her like chapter 25, right? But the point for that is to get honest, really damn honest about what the fear actually is. And sometimes this is tricky to do. So I want to share two ways to actually get honest with yourself. So we're still in section one of letting yourself feel it and acknowledge what the fear is without criticizing it. But I just want to give you two ways that you could do it if you're not quite sure how to have that honest conversation with yourself. So one way is by getting quiet and journaling. And as someone who isn't super woo-woo and obviously is a very high energy, super outgoing, extroverted person... um, I have to force myself to get quiet and it's amazing what can happen, right? Even if it's a little uncomfortable for me to journal at first, um, it helps me so freaking much. And some of the questions that I'll ask myself are, what am I afraid of? What's holding me back? And when I answer why, the first answer that comes out is normally kind of basic, right? Just like a, oh, I'm just like scared of failure or whatever. Okay. Well, why again? Ask yourself why again and again and again and again. And by the fourth or fifth why, you've gotten to something that feels really real. And honestly, you could be in tears and it could be one of those ugly tears, like with the snot, like literally dripping into your mouth, right? Or getting stuck like in your lip gloss. (laughs) No one wears lip gloss anymore. Ah, Okay. I do sometimes. Point is getting really honest with yourself and creating that space. And the other way that works for me is by talking about it with someone whose opinion I value that I can give what Brene Brown's calls your shitty first draft, which is just like the bleh word vomit version too. And I'll be honest, there are very few people that I can personally do this with. Um, As outgoing as I am and as much as I love to connect with people, there are very few people that can handle a shitty first draft of yours. Right. And they have to be someone whose opinion that you really value. Someone that also won't tell you to get over it or won't tell you that you shouldn't worry about it or be like, Oh honey, you're perfect. Just the way that you are, or you've already done so well. Don't say it to that person because that's not helpful. We need to acknowledge the crappy, messy first draft of it. So be really intentional about the person that you're choosing. And if you don't have that person, That's where you need to go pen to paper. And sometimes maybe you need to do both, right? But there are times when it's helpful to get someone that pumps you up, but not when you're really trying to determine what your fear actually is, or really get honest about this negative story that you're telling yourself, because that fear is real and it matters that we acknowledge it so we can name it, we can call it out. We don't want to stay stuck for too long. So we've got to know what we're tackling so that we can get honest with ourselves and actually do something about it, right? So that's part one. That was kind of long, but you get where I'm going with that. Part two or step two would be to ask yourself what the real story is and actually challenge yourself to disprove the current story that isn't serving you, right? Because in reality, we know... That we go through our day-to-day trying to prove ourselves right and look for information to support our current thoughts about ourselves, right? It's called self-confirming bias in like Psych 101. So if we're constantly telling ourselves these thoughts and then we're looking for things to prove our thoughts to be correct, we're having an emotion that's tied to that, right? And then we're not taking action. Or if we are, it's really nervous action and we're not having fun. And if we're not having fun, we might not want to keep doing it, right? So we have to reframe and flip the script a little bit. We've got to figure out what the story is, and then we've got to challenge ourselves to prove that it's wrong in some ways. And a simple way to do this is to actually take out a pen and paper, right? Like make a T. So you got the left side of your paper and you got the right side of your paper and write out all the reasons, like be really honest, all the reasons why you think that you can't or what you're scared of, all the things that could go wrong on the left side of your paper. And then here's the work. On the right side of your paper, you got to find a reason that you can or why it could work out. All on the right side of your paper. So you've got this left side that you've word vomited that just looks real nasty, and then you've got this right side, which is the other version of you. That's like this is w- this is how it could work out. And if you need a little boost, I would think about how would you talk about this if your daughter came to you and said, "Mom, I can't do this." Wouldn't you look for a reason why she could? Wouldn't you look for something that she's done previously that could show her that she's capable, right? And if you don't have kids or you don't want to have kids, think about your best friend, significant other. If they came to you, someone that you love and said, like, I can't do it. This is why I can't. I know I'm not qualified. You would probably come up with a reason for them of why they could. Same rules apply to yourself, but do it on pen and paper. See, Get it out there, right? And maybe maybe there's something that you want to do that you're scared of doing that you haven't done before, Well, of course, anything that's new for the first time you haven't done before, but you got to look for something from your past to support that you have some glimmer of that skill set that could serve you. So maybe you haven't run a marathon yet and you're scared to sign up for the marathon, even though your gut's telling you you want to. Well, I bet you've done a workout that you never thought that you could. That's a small step to just show you've got the skill set that could get you there, right? You've pushed through something hard physically before or like... I mean, if you're a mom and you've birthed the human out, like, I mean, let's be real, you can do freaking anything. But back to the original example of even like raising your hand, is it because you don't think that your idea will add value? Well, maybe on the left side of your sheet, it says that you don't think that you'll add value. You don't have good ideas. But the right side... Look at, you know, look for a time in your past, in your career that you have added value or you did have a really good idea. And if you have never said it out loud, you can still claim that one. If you had a really good idea, but you weren't brave enough to say it out loud yet, we're building that bravery muscle now. But if you've had that idea, that still counts. Put that down on the right side of your paper. Okay. You get the point. So after you have let yourself feel it, you know, step one, let yourself feel it and acknowledge it. Real talk what it really is without criticizing it, you've moved to step two, which is asking yourself what the real story is and challenging yourself to disprove that story that's not serving you, right? Whether that's journaling it or talking to someone who can handle and give you valuable feedback of your shitty first draft, right? Number three, you could probably guess is just take action. Right. I talk a lot about taking action on this podcast, but it's the basic rule that I apply to anything is within 24 hours, something measurable. Toward your goal has to happen or something measurable to help combat your fear has got to happen. You've got to do something outside your comfort zone that is going to work towards what you're really scared of. Or if you're feeling that negative emotion, you've got to do something to start combating that. You can't run a marathon tomorrow, but you can sign up for one in 24 hours. You can't build a six-figure business tomorrow and be the most confident, vivacious speaker, but you can sign up to start or reach out to the person that you want to mentor You know, you or set a goal and get accountability around that goal and actually do something. You can't find all your best friends that totally vibe with you and get you in one day, but you can go to that event. Or you can message that girl on Instagram and ask her to get coffee with you. Or you can text your significant other's coworker that you think you'd vibe with, right? Whatever it is, rules apply in your life. It's different situations. And you can't build tons of confidence overnight, but you can take a small step in the direction towards building that confidence to take action. And the secret sauce on step three of taking action is, girl... Get yourself some accountability around that. Tell your person. And if you don't have a person, whether that's a significant other, best friend, or maybe you've got both, sister, mom, whatever, then tell me. I mean it, girl. And if we aren't connected on Instagram anyways, anyway, we obviously should be. Come find me at Keisha Fitzgerald, K-A-C-I-A. But I'll, I'll always want to be there to support you if you don't have that person yet. And honestly, take me in this podcast so I can personally say thank you because I love getting to chat with you anyways. But to recap, When you're feeling that fear or that negative self-talk, same rules apply. Number one, let yourself feel it and really acknowledge what it is without criticizing it, girl. You got to get the real stuff out there. Even if it feels kind of crappy, you got to get it out. It's just like lucky gunk in there, like get it out. Number two, ask yourself what the real story is and challenge yourself to disprove that current story because it is not serving you. And a couple of ways to do that, write it down, pen, pen a paper or tell your person. Tell someone that can really hear that shitty first draft and not tell you to get over it or not praise you when you need to feel this feeling. Okay? And number three, you got to take action. 24-hour rule. Take action. 24 hours. You got to go. Got to go. Got to go. Okay? Remember, at the end of the day, you are not the kind of girl that settles. You're not listening to a podcast like this because you just want to stay Mediocre, right? You want to keep getting better just like I do. That's why we're doing this dance together, right? That's why we're on this growth journey together. That's why I'm not trying to tell you that I've got it all figured out because I don't. I'm with you in this. But I do know for certain that the girl who's accomplishing all the things that she wants is just not letting herself stay stuck. If you've got a gut feeling that you want more, you want to do better, you want to be better, you want to grow, keep not settling. You've got this and I've got your back. Until next time, girl. Thank you so much for listening. If you love this episode, I would so appreciate it if you share with your girlfriends or better yet, post it on Instagram stories and tag me. Then I can personally say thank you for helping me get this message out there. And if you didn't vibe with it, just keep that to yourself. I'm kind of new here, still trying to figure it all out. Talk to you soon, girl.